the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome to Yak Radio, the radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now, here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Yak Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by our good hour sponsor is Southwest Point of Sale. You got a cashier in your little business or what have you, having problems keeping cashiers? Well, hey, check out Southwest Point of Sale. They are phenomenal. They can come out, take a look at your system, and if it works, you could do, you know, self-checkout. 800-540-2149. Give the guys a call. Let them come out. See if that works for you. Also, San Diego Propane. If you're lucky enough to live in East County, Dave can take care of all your propane needs at a reasonable price with the most amazing service ever. I've been using them, and I used to deal with the big guys. These guys are fantastic. Go to sd-propane.com or call 619-460-1705. And for all your automotive needs, West Escondido Auto and Trans, four locations, AAA approved, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, guaranteed clear across the United States. Well, we got Brittany in the house, Hi, Dave. a little on the early side. Yeah. And she is going, not that she is a Dakar enthusiast. Oh, I am, though. But she is, if somebody would. Dakar! Yeah, yeah, I know. You've got that down to a science. So we got Sue Mead, and do we have Amy uh, Lerner on as well? Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Great. Thanks for having us back on. Good to chat again. Yeah, my pleasure. Now, how are you doing, Amy? I am uh, doing well. A little crazy at the moment. Um, Working on the last packing, the last checklist. All the while, keeping our fingers crossed that we don't have any last-minute changes thanks to COVID as we get back. Oh, yeah. I hope not for you as well. Yeah, I hope not for you as well. So, Sue, how many times have you been to Dakar? This would be my sixth time. I can't believe it. She can't stay Um, away. I can't. My second time uh, with Amy, which is just a thrill, Mm -hmm. and my second time during this time of COVID. But I've been a racer twice, once a um, left seat once right seat co-driver and also a support driver and i just love supporting amy and doing the media for her team sure and we're here to tell you we're we're one week from heading that direction a week from today i'll jump on an airplane yeah amy how how many times have you run to car this will be my second last year last year was a uh 
as it was a crazy last minute decision two weeks before registration closes uh-huh. to see if we could pull a program together. And uh, apparently the bug bit me as well, so we're heading back. <laughs> what kind of vehicle are you guys driving? We will be in the same car as uh, last time, which is a 1982 Porsche 911 SC. <laughs> now that is crazy. You're going to drive a Porsche. I'm glad you asked that, Dave. Through, now I see. through Dakar. And isn't it painted up Indeed. as it was back in the day? Yeah, it is. It is modified. Um, it is not, you know, obviously one of the cars from that original era, right, right, right. Uh, that Porsche dominated because those would be millions and millions of dollars <laughs> at auction. Um, it is a replica, sort of an homage to those right. cars. So there's, you know, modifications to the suspension. It's got a roll cage. It's got a fuel cell. Um, the engine is is the original engine. It has been been tweaked and tuned a bit, but otherwise, it's it's fairly stock. Yeah. That is yeah. so awesome. I'm trying to look it up. Oh, there, I see it. It's, be- oh! it's a beautiful car. I mean, it's really. If, yeah. If you guys are looking at it, I'm going to brag on Amy and that car. It was literally the most photographed vehicle at the I rally bet. last year. There were 300 and, I believe, 56 race teams. This Porsche and Amy and Sarah, their team was the most photographed. And Amy, you have to tell them what you nicknamed your Porsche, which is, by the way, rear drive manual transmission right. in Desert Sand. So tell them the nickname. Yeah. yeah, somebody somebody asked me what it was like driving that car, and the first thing that came out of my mouth was that I felt like I was driving around in Beyonce because it was so fabulous <laughs> outside and so fierce inside, and that stuck. It's stuck. That is so. Uh, uh, that is so cool. So you know, I, I do. The, you know, we've got a, a, quite a bit of time, so I always do this. Brittany can tell you. I always like to talk about the people that get you to the mm-hmm. show. Who are some of the, the sponsors that you couldn't have done this without? Um, one that I would probably like to mention first um, is BF Goodrich. Yep, they have been super supportive of us, and I. Uh, produced and directed a film about off-road legend Rod Hall. And Rod was, I think, the longest representative of BF Goodrich and was there at the beginning when BF Goodrich was first making off-road tires. So as a company, they kind of are near near and dear to my heart because I have sort of adopted his, you know, outlook on them. He always had a BFG hat on. So the fact that they are (laughs) a part of our team is phenomenal. All right. Who else? We're also back with Flying Eyes. I don't know if you ever met Dean Syracuse, Dave. He was in our business some years back. And Dean started a company of eyewear that um, originally was made for pilots, both um, polarized and non-polarized glasses. And now he's adapted them for racers. And we, all six of us on the team last year, had that eyewear and um, I've used them for flying. They're just phenomenally tough. And Amy is going, we have them again this year. Amy's going to showcase a new version, which you might want to talk about Amy, that is different and kind of unique in the world of sunglasses. It's kind of funny. There are things that you, you don't think would play a significant part in your success in a race. And if you wear glasses, um, 
when you are doing something that starts at 6 a.m. and you're not going to necessarily get back to camp until 8 p.m., you start out in the dark, mm-hmm. it gets sunny, and then it's dark again. And if you wear glasses, that means that while we're driving along, I realize that it's either too dark or too light for the glasses on my face, and I pull them out of my helmet, pass them over while I'm not looking, I sort of throw them at my co-driver, who then has to quickly get me back either the sunglasses or the non-sunglasses, and I can kind of jam them into my helmet. So this uh, year, Flying right. Eyes has a glasses, a pair of glasses that has a magnet built in and a uh, sunglasses cover, basically, that you just kind of flip up to your face, and it sticks because of the magnets. So wow. you're not pulling them in and out. So I am so looking forward to not having those little moments of panic when it's too dark or too light and I've got to change my glasses and I can't lose my speed and I don't want to break the car. So it's kind of a small thing, but it has such a big impact. Right. So I have to do this because Brittany would be mad at me if I didn't. Do you have a food sponsor? (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Oh, boy. I tell all the racers that we talk to, you got to get a food sponsor. But I know... Food wise, so important. Yeah, yeah, but food wise, you guys are going to be very well taken care of. Yeah, oh, we have we a, are. a full bivouac set up with full catering. Um, yeah. You know, hot meals, and uh, everything was actually really pretty good. Yeah. But what's 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 important, you know, in a rally is the little things that you can eat during yeah. the day. So you know, like a trail mix, a right. granola. Right. Something with a quick hit of sugar, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff yeah. is important to bring. So what we're going to do is we're going to you know, we're going to take a break here in a minute and then what I want to do is come back and let's talk about the race itself because it changes every year. Uh, I think you're in Abu Dhabi, I think this year, correct? No, we're still 100% in Saudi Arabia. Oh, you're in Saudi Arabia. Like what do I know? You're thinking Formula yep. 1 maybe. Yeah, I was probably well, thinking of that. Actually, the idea was to uh, to move it, um, start and end in Saudi Arabia, but sort of move it to a couple of other um, next door countries. But for a variety of reasons, especially with COVID this year, it is stuck entirely in Saudi Arabia. Okay. And we can tell you that it does have new terrain. All right. We'll talk about that when we come back right here on Yak Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. folks welcome back to yak radio with the dave stall right here on fm 96 1 am 1170 the answer the is brought to you by south bay auto house looking for an alternative to mercedes benz well south bay auto house is where you need to be they are phenomenal over 25 years of service to the public all their technicians are trained i mean it's just a really 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 great bunch of guys go to autohousesouthbay.com Gary and Rick will take good care of you. Uh, okay, also, Bumper Docs A&T, scratches, dings, and dents. I had a chipped windshield, went in, boom, stopped the chip. I love these guys. Go to SantiBumperDoc.com. All right, we're talking with Sue Mead and Amy Lerner. They are entering the Dakar Rally next week. And in a Porsche. In a Porsche, which is... <laughs> so amazing. It's... it's it's just that I, I mean, how many other cars, how many other sports cars are in right? the Dakar? 
So we actually, I guess, inspired some people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the classic class, which is where we are competing, was 24 entries last year. And this year there will be over 150, including a total of three Porsches. Really? Yeah. So there's two more coming. Oh, that. Well, you know, and that's, you know, people would probably don't realize how strong the Dakar is in the motorsport community. Because one, it's not easy. And two, it's really not easy. And three, it's really tough. It's really tough. Is it easy, though, Dave? Is it an easy one? Trust me. I wouldn't do it. That's how difficult it is. Let me tell you. How many days is it? How many days? It's 14 days of competition with. Yeah, so 12 days of competition with a rest day slotted in the middle. And then you've got a couple days before where you do your scrutineering and your testing. uh, And then you go home. So from a navigational point of view, is it like the Rebel where you have nothing but a compass, a piece of paper, and a sharp pencil? Or do you have up-to-date technology to to run this race or this rally? It's actually, it's the navigation is rally-style navigation, so it's different than the Rebel. It's different than the Baja 1000. You don't have an uh, electronic GPS, you know, pointing your way. Uh-huh. What you do have is a road book with what they call tulips, which are individual instructions. In 300 meters, make a right. In 200 meters, make a left. Uh-huh. Watch out. There's a tree. You know, all that stuff is box by box, little diagrams with compass headings, distance, and in our case, because it's a regularity rally, you, you get your average speeds as well. Well, that should be no problem for you, Sue, because that's most press events are like that. Go 300 yards, turn left, go 200 yards, turn right. Well, I'm actually driving, helping drive the motorhome that Amy and Sarah will be sleeping in. Amy did ask me a couple of years ago if I wanted to compete with her in um, the Middle East. And I said, you know, I've done the Dakar a couple of times. If you do it, I'd love to be your media manager, Mm -hmm. be on your support team. So Amy has two mechanics from Belgium, Simon and Ulysses, and Arthur, who is also a um, is team support. They're part of a company called G-Rally, and um, I've not met Arthur. Simon got COVID right before he came last year, so we there will be those three gentlemen. And then I don't know if you remember, Dave, Amy ran with Sarah, who yeah. was had no experience in automobiles, and she was Amy's navigator and um, is a navigational sailor and also competitive in that. And she just took to this. Wow. Um, they they did. They were second in class and fifteenth overall. Wow. And then in the meantime, have done some training together. Wow! I'd be in your seat, Sue. Uh, uh, to be honest, driving with you. the motorhome. Yeah, I'd drive that big motorhome. That's what I'd be wanting to do. Are you kidding? It's got a bathroom in it. It's got a heater. Refrigerator. It's got a fridge. Yeah, I like I like the way you roll, Sue. And we have max tracks in every vehicle for every vehicle. Um, we also have a um, large truck of the sort of European sort for our mechanics. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, in spare parts. So actually, the team is three vehicles. Mm-hmm. But um, Amy and Sarah c- 
competed in a rally called the Costa Brava rally recently to get their legs underneath them um, again now before going into the rally. And Amy said it was just a great experience and really brought their navigational and communication style much um, to a much higher level. Right. Well, wouldn't you say, Amy, the more seat time you get along with your navigator, you know, it just makes every day better and better the more you get seat time? Oh, absolutely. And and for us, it was particularly helpful because I didn't really know much of anything about regularity rally. So I figured out, you know, how to drive the two-wheel drive Porsche in the sand over the course of those 15 days. But, neither, you know, both of us just dropping in the car and going and not really understanding the strategy, um, you know, the, the, the nitty-gritty that allows you to be really successful with going to the Costa Brava rally, even though it was a road regularity rally, and the strategy was a little bit different. We learned so, so much. So we're, we're going in a lot more confident than last year and hoping that not only will we have, like, a super fun adventure, but we'll finish really strong, which with 150 teams as competition is going to be tougher, but we're going to go for it. Why do I think of last year as, hey, hold my beer, yeah, yeah. let's try this? <laughs> in, in in a way you could you could say that was the case yeah and i i have done enough racing and rally myself that i knew it was there was no way it was gonna well i shouldn't say no way because anything can happen but i was fairly comfortable that i was going to be able to finish the event right. um, whether we were competitive or not right. and in the meantime it was an amazing learning opportunity if i liked it i knew we could come back and we were going to be better and right. we would know you know what we needed to do to improve so <laughs> How many how many lady you could teams? Say, hold my beer. Yeah, hold my beer. How, uh, how many lady teams? Also, also, you know, also <laughs> liking to say maybe we were an inspiration. Um, last year, throughout all the categories, I think there were fifteen women, and I think this year there are close to fifty, with um, yeah. maybe thirty in the classic class. There are there's one other team I think in classic, which is two women. Uh-huh. And I don't know that there are any other teams in the other rally categories that are just women, you right. know, driving and co-driving. Right. Well, wow. I, I know so for sure. Sh- oh, go ahead. I did want to say the other category. So last year there were approximately, I think there were 356 teams total. And this year, I believe there are 578. So the rally has bumped up. I know there were some folks saying Saudi Arabia and what's it like to race there. But it's really gained popularity in all the classes. Um, and those include motorcycle, side by side. And um, so there's ATV and UTV, and then what's called cars or autos. And those can be everything from amalgamated to um, set up sort of sport trucks set up for desert racing Mm -hmm. and then what's called the t4 class and those are the large they're sort of like small apartment buildings on giant tires (laughs) that 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 class of vehicle typically driven by russians and polish racers well i think they're they're, yeah their noses got bent out of shape they were the support vehicles for the racers they're like we can do that well they had to get where the racers got are you talking about the ones that look like trash the ones like she said they look like apartments on big monster tires and wheels (laughs) isn't that kind of how that went sue they went hey yes yeah we can do this that's right and and they're some of the most competitive um teams 
And interestingly, there's three in those vehicles. In the car oh. class, there's two. Right. Uh, and once in a while, you'll see an ATV or with a sidecar on it. But obviously, for bikes um, and ATVs, those are single people. But to your point, Dave, it is not only tough. It is has been written about since its start, the world's longest yeah. and hardest off-road rally. This year, it will be 8,100 kilometers. Goodness gracious. Awesome. I'm telling you. But but look at the... You know, look at the story. So let me ask you this. How, how could people follow you guys around? Since you're the media lady, what are you doing to keep the, the world, you know, in tune as what's going on at Dakar? Thank you so much for asking. And we've been working on our media plan and working with sponsors since February. We got back middle of January, wrapped up last year, which took a couple of months, and we began a media plan. We have a number of folks that will be writing stories for U.S. publications, and we'll be doing radio and some podcasts. But please follow us on social media. I will be posting on Facebook and sending out some press releases. We'll have Instagram and Twitter, and we're talking about TikTok. I've never done (laughs) TikTok videos, so I'm hoping that I can get Amy and Sarah to do some. But we would love to call you if we can get through um, we are about an, Amy, are we a eight hour time difference in Saudi Arabia? On yes. The East Coast? Yep, it's eight hours. Right. So we'd have a little bit of an advantage with, with you folks, but we'd love to call you maybe Abs- on our rest day and maybe at the end. Absolutely. And I wish you guys were on the West Coast. I'd love to have the car on TV. Go ahead. Uh, well, I, I certainly want to follow you, and I'm sure some of our listeners do. Uh, when we went into the commercial break, I thought, well, I'll just watch for the Porsche. But now I know there are three. So what number should we be looking for? And when you say follow us and we, what are the names we yeah, should what's be the following? Title? What the do you team look for? name. So you can you can follow at Team Learner okay. on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we are Team Number Seven Hundred Five, okay. and uh, we will be the Porsche with the classic Rothmans like yeah. livery. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the classic. And the other, t- the other two will be dressed a little differently. And by the way, it gave both right. so Team it, Number Seven Hundred Five. It gave both Brittany and I goosebumps. I've gotten chills twice now I know. listening oh. to you. <laughs> Uh, me too. I'm and, just so happy for you. So I'm excited. Excited. I can't wait to watch Cannot for wait. you. Um, I think last year I feel oh, like it you. was coming on at 3.30 p.m. So I was like rushing home from work to watch the <laughs> half hour segment because I was following a motorcyclist uh, right. from Northern California. And it's just fun to know oh, fun. and know the story and watch for I particular know. people. We're so, so excited. So when you get bored, Amy, Google Romaniacs yeah. and see if that's something you'd like to strap on. Oh, I'll check that one out. Okay. That's two wheels, though. Yeah, it's two wheels. It's called Red Bull Romaniacs. It's insane. Go ahead. One more and we got to go. Do we know if that the couple from Ramona, are they going to be racing as well? Wasn't there the husband and wife that race Dakar? Mm-hmm. We'll look into it. We'll look into okay. it. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you very, very much. I'll send you the show tomorrow. You guys can add that to your media packet. And... Uh, be safe, have fun, and Merry Christmas to you both. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for having us on. Uh, our pleasure. What was that, Sue? All right.
Bye, guys. We'll send you a note when we get there. Yeah. I'll send you an email with all of our um, hashtags and handles. Okay. And thanks for all the support. Oh, perfect. And that way we'll blast it out on all our social media as well. All right, you guys take care. Bye for the way, folks. Don't touch that dial. Who's coming up next? Victorian Roses Ladies Riding Society. It's mouthful. You did get a text from my wife wanting to go horseback riding. With oh, really? Oh. She wants to go in the worst way. This is Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Run, run, Rudolph. 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 Back to Yak Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This is brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle. Anything under your carriage, Steve could work on it. Two-wheel, all-wheel, four-wheel. You name it, he can make it go fast, left, right, back up, four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive. He does drag cars. He does circle cars. Anything that's got a transmission or a differential or a transfer case, Steve's the man. Go to sdgearaxle.com. Axle. Dot com. All right, kiddo. Yes. Clippity clop. This is well, your segment. Yeah, a different type of horsepower. But it is horsepower. It is definitely horsepower. And um, also, I was thinking you, myself, the listeners, we have so much to watch for in the next couple of weeks because I want to watch for the ladies we just had yeah. on with Dakar. <laughs> and uh, we are also all going to want to watch for the Victorian Roses Ladies Riding Society. Uh-huh. Um, but these ladies are in our own backyard. I believe we have on air, uh, on the phone, excuse me, Dina Somerville and Jamie Gassert. Hello, ladies. Yes, we do. Hello. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners what your group is all about and and maybe paint a picture because it's a beautiful, right. like, it literally is a beautiful group of women. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, we established back in 2008. Uh, we are a 501c3. Um, all our ladies are wearing custom-made, one-of-a-kind Victorian gowns that they have made themselves or hired to have made. So no one will have one that will have somebody else in the, in their closet. Uh, we all wear per, um, period correct as most as we can, being that we're uh, a little later than the 1880s. Uh, we ride or drive um, horses or carriages. Uh, we have 22 members. And we have a great sisterhood, and everybody has a rose name. That's right. Uh, so I got to ask, side saddle? Oh, they or, did. Yeah, because back yeah. in the day, wasn't it kind of against the law not to ride like a cowboy? You had to ride side yes. saddle? <laughs> yes, we do actually have some upcoming um, side saddle gals coming in. We have had some in the past mm-hmm. um, that have either moved or have mm-hmm. retired their horses or forever, whatever reason, we don't have one right now, uh, but we do have some in the works. Yeah. Did, well, did men start side saddle just to try to discourage women from riding? Because side saddle Where looks... Where did you hear that? Is that true? No, I'm just asking. Oh. I don't know. But, <laughs> like, but, did but, you but make I mean, that up? <laughs> side saddle looks oh, dangerous. Scary. Scary. It looks dangerous. So I could see a guy saying, well, you can ride, but you got to ride side saddle. And then it'll scare you the pedal. I just assumed it was a dress thing. What is it? Help us. Yeah, because that's not yes. ladylike. Yes. 
was it was considered unladylike to swing your lady swing your legs over across the saddle. Um, it is actually a quite easy if uh-uh. not balanced and know how to step straight. Um, I actually found it very comfortable. Um, but yeah, when you see a man do it, in my view, it looks silly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it a special? Is it a special saddle? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it as well. So I have... Have you done it? No. Okay, and to put things in perspective, you know, I jump out of a perfectly good plane, I I race cars, all this. The scariest event out there kind of in my family, and I'll just clear this up. Jamie Gasser's my mom. So I have been around this group often, and it, to me... Is the scariest thing out there, Jane. and then for no, yeah, and for her to say it's one. for her to say it's easy to ride side saddle because you're back and like the balance and if I they know. take a sharp turn or you know a quick misstep or oh my I can't imagine I can't. I'm used to seatbelts. Well, you also have to remember I ride a giraffe, so I have a little bit more of a couch to sit. That's on. true. A giraffe being a really oh, big horse. I like, thought she said a giraffe. No, no. Well, I see. I know that, that woman's. Tall. I know that woman's crazy. <laughs> But I didn't think she's crazy enough a to drive draft, it, ride a giraffe. A draft horse, so you might think idea. you might think Clyde still, but they're a yeah. bunch oh, of different. Yeah, I know what those guys yeah. are. That's why, yeah, they're big. Yes, when they stomp right. on you, you know it. So, Dina, what is your rose name? I am Velvet Rose. Okay, so Velvet Rose, and we have Priscilla Rose, and I'm painting a picture. Just paint head to toe, beautiful. Well, just Google, hats just Google the gowns; yeah, they're that. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And time period, as they were mentioning, and then they don't just walk around in these gowns; they're in beautiful carriages, yeah. and they're um, on top of the horse as well. And I'm sure a lot of listeners, and maybe even yourself, have seen them in parades right. before. And uh, is, is it too premature to ask you your next parade, ladies? Our next parade is the Tournament of Roses Rose Parade in Pasadena, January 1st. January 1st. Wow. Have you been there before? Yes. Our group has been there. This will be our sixth time. That is so fantastic. Do we know what? Oh, go ahead. It's always just a treat, and it's exciting because each year we have new girls that have never done it before. So it's fulfilling dreams for them, which makes my heart smile to see other ladies doing something that they haven't done that they've dreamt of doing their whole life. So you're a nonprofit. What is yes. the purpose of the nonprofit? To we support- raise money for horse rescues. Um, ah, we find that near and dear to our heart. Gotcha. You know, there's a lot of horse rescues out there that are really hurting right now. Um, not only with COVID, but, you know, just the financial situation for that our people are in. Um, so we do what we can to um, bring in for nonprofit. Right. Well, you know, people don't realize a horse is, is still a, a pet in a lot of people's minds. It could be a dog. It could be a cat. It could be a horse. So horses have to be taken care of just like dogs, cats, and all the other little animals out there that we all love dearly. And it just takes a lot more money and a lot more food and a really big shovel. David, a big shovel. No, I have a, I have a, I have a prenup. My wife's into dogs. I have a prenup. I don't pick up poop. Oh, David! Just had to throw that out there. You did, didn't you? Yes, indeedy. So, 
So how do people get a hold of you? Let's say they want say they've got a parade coming up like Mother Goose Parade, which I'm sure you're invited to all the parades, but how do people get a hold of you? Maybe they want to donate some money or some you know, whatever. That would be fabulous. Uh, you can find us on our Facebook, or you can find us at victorianroses.org, or you could reach me at 619-754-5555. And if somebody wanted to join the group, let's say, the, probably the website would be the best way. It'll give you you know, what the rules and regulations are, what you need, and, and, and so on, Correct. Exactly. We're so the leader, which is me, by the way, um, <laughs> has very strict rules. <laughs> we don't just oh. allow anyone in. You have to be special girl to be invited to come join our club, and we would love the opportunity to get to know more ladies and more horses. That is. Do you bad. have to have a horse? You do not. We have carriage um, riders as well. Okay. We are looking for carriage horses right now, though, or uh, horses to be ridden. We would love that to add some more to our uh, club. Dear, are you listening to what she just said? They're looking for people to ride horses. My wife loves, 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 loves riding. And when I told her, when I told her, well, she hasn't done it. I mean, she works full time. She raises Rottweilers and Dachshunds, so she's a pretty busy girl. But I like to see her get out and away from the dogs, you know, like when she's off work. So I think this would be a fun group for her to to be part of. They uh, are. A, is she texting you right now? They are a fun group. I can vouch for that. Yes. It's, yes. Well, your and mother I, is running yes. it. Hello. And I've I've gone to clinics Hi. with them. Hi, mom. I've been to clinics <laughs> with them. A desensitizing clinic. So there's a bunch of us on horses in a huge corral, and there'll be flags, there'll be drums, there'll be loud music, and so they're well, trying yeah, to desensitize. It makes well, sense. Well, I don't know if you know Judy Beckett at, at uh, Cornerstone. Uh, up in Escondido, but she does therapy. She has a therapy ranch, Mm -hmm. and I've known her for 100 years, and she was trying to get some awareness. So I said, well, I'll put you on KUSI, but I don't want – you can't put cars, hot rods out in the dirt. So then I said, well, wait a minute. It's a horse. It's the original one horsepower. Yeah. So I literally brought two of her horses plus a little miniature. It was the best. It put them guys on the map. So I'm probably – Going to try to figure out how to get you guys to come to KUSI with a couple of horses. But he's not going to pick up. No. 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 I don't care if you gave me a Porsche. I am not picking up poop. I pick up for a Porsche. It's just that. See, my wife's already said yes. Yes. So she's going to probably be reaching out to you guys. But you know what? It's it's so cool. That you guys are doing, and I love the gowns. I, they are beautiful. They are gorgeous. I'm so proud of them too. Thank you. Because it looks like hours and hours and hours of making them. And and where do you get your ideas for these gowns? Just going back into history books. Yes, we do a lot of research, and we've been doing it for years and years. And so now, sometimes people show us stuff, give us stuff, you uh-huh. can go online. Uh, we have actually on our website, on one of the pages, we have all the resources for things like this, ah. things like truly Victorian patterns and things like that. Wow. And some of us, I mean, I'm into the hats. That's my yes, favorite part. She is. I try to get accurate as I can <laughs> and love to put them with feathers and stuff like that like they used to have. So sure. it's very exciting. So, so- do the horses. 
and the charity and the dresses. So what's it, what is cool. it? What's it cost to join? Membership is fifty dollars, um, but that's the cheap part. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, there's a horse too. Like <laughs> that. Um, the dresses uh, could average. Uh, don't tell my husband. Uh, um, five to eight hundred dollars. Hey, doesn't he have motorcycles? Yeah. Doesn't he have motorcycles? Oh yeah, not mine. Oh, that was Dina. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. okay, all right. One, one of the yes, all right. $125. Yeah, that's nothing. Are you kidding? That's that's what dinner. <laughs> that's dinner for four. Yeah, that's not even a problem nowadays. All right, Hi. we got one more segment. Don't touch that dial, folks. If you want to hear, hear a whole lot more about Victorian Roses Ride Ladies Riding Society, right here on Yak Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl and Brittany on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This thing is brought to you John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue for all your automotive needs. John's is a Napa Auto Care ASC certified. Triple A approved shop, so you can't go wrong. When you see John, tell him I said hi. All right, you can have this last fifteen, my dear. <laughs> no, I just—we've established they're beautiful. It's a beautiful group. They have yep. nerves of steel because really, yeah. she, I believe she said twenty-two members, and that's so. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of horses. It's a lot of hooves. It's a lot of. It's a lot of. Poop. It's a lot of a lot. It's a lot of. Poop. Uh, so that's a lot. Trust fixated me. on that. I'm really but, fixated. Uh, it. it like it's I, green. well, yeah, it's fresh from yeah one end to the other. Um, but and these ladies really have nerves of steel, and the time they put and the energy they put into mm. this. So, uh, are you ladies there? By the way, I don't hear you. Yes, yeah. oh, okay. So um, behind the scenes for our listeners who hopefully will watch for you on January first. Okay. Uh, what time does that parade start? By the way, what time do I have to wake Eight? up? Eight o'clock. Oh, well, that's two different questions. <laughs> uh, we we wake up about three thirty a.m., but well, the parade starts at eight a.m. <laughs> well, yeah, do you and guys, they run it. They run it like two or three well, times. I love seeing stuff live. Yeah. Well, I also so the first year that my I, was it the first year I believe the Victorian Roses were in the Rose Parade. I was up there helping behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm fun. wrong. Are you? Are they shutting down the freeway again and giving it to you to set up everything? Oh, yeah. And so they do. They shut down one direction, not the whole freeway, but one direction, and I believe it's the two ten, and it's called the pit. So we come into the pit at an assigned time, and we park about two inches from each other. So they they shut down the two ten, <laughs> and because they need to unload the horses well, and then start putting roses on everything. Oh, it is that's. the Rose Parade. So do you guys have to supply your own roses, or does the Rose Parade supply you with flowers? Uh-oh. Cutting out again. Oh, we have to do our own roses every time. Oh, where do you get them? Well, this year we have someone in Descanso, Florist, doing them for us. Really? We get them anyway and anywhere we can. Sure. Do you want to tell us who that is? Do you want to give a shout-out? Descanso Collectibles and Florist, Descanso, and they're wonderful for donating to us, and their mom's honor. 
Oh, oh wow. That is awesome. Goosebumps 3 now, just I during play. Yak yeah. Radio. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. You're having a heck of a time. I don't need the holidays. I'm extra sensitive. Yes, you are. Uh, and then... I don't believe that you got any sleep the first time. Are you guys now pros since this is your sixth time? No. Ah! <laughs> no. 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 Not at all. So, it is New Year's Eve, so people are excited around us. So they're hooting and hollering. Yeah. And too. So, yeah, no. No sleep. <laughs> well, you sound fairly modest. Have you won, <laughs> have you won any awards? Because, you know, in the Rose Parade... You know, they have the President's Award. They have this award. Have you guys won any awards yet? Well, we should, but as far <laughs> as I know, they don't do that for the equestrians. Aw. Well, I'm just going to say it's, it's an honor they get in because it's okay. not an easy parade to get in. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. And they're so picky now, about their flowers. I'm sure there's a certain requirement of the flowers that you put on what you bring up there, whether it be a horse or a carriage, you know, it probably has to meet a certain criteria, correct? It has to be real. Can't have anything fake. So no silk flowers on us from head to toe right. or on the horses. Everything is real. Do right. you do anything in particular with the roses right after? Um, some of them save them. Um, some of them give, give them, them away to people that are uh, at the parade itself. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Or the horses eat them. Hey, can they? No. Is that bad? No. I just, that wouldn't be good. Well, I just I don't know. I mean, I'm just shooting for a different color poop, okay? Uh, you know, what? like red or not, yellow. He doesn't normally talk about number two this often. I never do. <laughs> You're very focused for some. Michelle, do we need to talk? I'm talking to Dave's yeah, wife I know, right now. Wife. Um, and then, do you know what time you go on? Like, are you at the beginning of the parade, the middle? Because I want to watch for you, of course, but some of our listeners yeah, got to watch the whole parade. We find that out pretty close to the parade itself. Oh, okay. So people have been asking about that, and we're also doing a quest fest a couple oh. days earlier. Uh. And we don't know our time slot for that, but both of those are on TV as well. And a quest fest features the horses that are in the Rose Parade. And that's why we don't have time. And then, so originally, Dave, they were going to come in studio. Yeah. But they're, it's halftime right now for their practice, I believe, for a quest right. fest, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we we were very lucky to come to Creek Hollow, and they let us use their indoor arena. That's sort of like the one at the Quest Fest, and we've been practicing for months and months and months to get our routine down. And you can go up to Los Angeles Equestrian Center and watch us live on December twenty ninth, oh. or you can watch it on TV if you can get up at five a.m. <laughs> and watch it. It's going to be shown before the Rose Parade oh. itself. DVR, okay. DVR for all you sleepy. Run and get some coffee. So they're practicing, and it's not like well, you just have to practice to walk in a line. No, they do like crisscross, like no. this horse and then that horse and this horse and that horse, so they don't run into yes. each other. Wow. Yes, with car- <laughs> carriages and ridden horses too. I think we're the only group that does both. And they've performed. I saw them perform at the Del Mar Fair. I'm usually the one videoing. And you're a goosebump city. Uh, it, it, it is again very impressive. So. Is there a specific horse that's better at this than, say, other horses? No way. Now you're going to start a fight. You're starting a fight here. 
<laughs> Whatever they ride, that's the best one, Dave. I was just... It's like asking what's the best division out there at Barona. Well, I think dwarf cars. Well, I was just <laughs> asking. I mean... You're a miniature horse. I mean, I would want a horse that's smooth. I don't want a yeah. horse that's going to, you know, with a gate. Like a gated that, Yeah, well, I, don't, okay. I don't want that. Oh, that's funny. See, that's what ha- See, that's why I love doing what I'm doing, because I am dumb as a rock. Oh, no, you're when we're talking about topics, I know absolutely nothing about. Uh, well, they, but you have, uh, is Andy, Mom, is Andy in the Victorian Roses officially? He sure is. He just did the La Jolla Parade at almost 30 years old. So tell our listeners what Andy is. Andy is a miniature donkey that's the most adorable donkey he's ever seen. He drives. Seen. He pulls his little cart. Did you? Is that the cart yep. you made? I think she made it in the backyard. Or yeah, one of them I actually made, and another one isn't. But either one, it's the girls are so beautiful, and they're going through the parade, and everybody's like, ooh, ah, and then Andy comes along and just cracks A miniature, oh. a 30-year-old miniature donkey. So they have everywhere yeah. from a miniature donkey, and then I believe Gemma, my mom's uh, pony, will be Welch. in uh, Welch pony, will Welch. be in the Quest Fest. And then she has an Arabian horse, and, and then we have all the way up to the, the, the draft horses, you know. Right. So uh, all yep. sizes and shapes. Yeah. Are so there. where do you get your carriages? Oh, we, we get them anywhere. Like, I belong to the Carriage Association, and we find them through other people. Well, I of put the word out and say, do. I'd like this. Draft horses, the most beautiful ones they have are the vis a vis, and we'll have two of those in the parade this time. And then we'll have a uh, bird in hand flyer, which we've nicknamed Birdie, and that's the one a quarter horse will be pulling that one. So we're going to have three carriages and. Five riders, so we're going to have a, some ridden people as well as the carriage horses. So she talks about carriages like our guests at 3 o'clock are going to talk about their race chassis. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sitting there, what the, the heck? What? The what? Who? The, I yeah. don't have too many. <laughs> but, oh, please. But you have, you can carry from two up to ten people in some of the carriages I've seen. Oh, yeah. Some of them are really big. Very yeah. big, yeah. Wow. Yeah. There was a guy that used to be in Elk on his name is Lyle Fisk. And he used to paint the carriage horses or the carriage wagons and what have you. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he he was amazing. That and yeah, he you know I don't know why I brought that up. It just dawned on me that <laughs> I was in his shop because he normally does hot rods and he was painting the probably was for, for one of you guys, but I didn't know better. It could be. I might be asking for one soon because I'm repainting one this weekend. I had a funny feeling. Course, they're gonna, you guys are going to be working to get ready for this till the last second, yeah. kind of like our Dakar right, ladies. Exactly. Like, we're packing right exactly. now. So again, before we let you go, give me the website how people can you know find you and maybe join or donate, whatever. Well, the website itself is www.victorianroses.org because we're a charity, so right. it's org. Right. And then our Facebook page is Victorian Roses Ladies Riding Society. Okay. And then the phone is 619-754-5555. How come I don't see Victoria Ro- Victorian Roses on the side of a dwarf car that goes to Barona?
Yeah, you think because she... we like to receive money. And yeah, give it to yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> both my team and her team are asking for money. I <laughs> yeah. see how that works. We're both in need of money. Hey, <laughs> but you can always volunteer like sure. your time. I like to go and tell them how beautiful they yeah. are and yeah. tighten the cinches and you know, <laughs> you know, you know, pull, you know, brush the tails yeah, or yeah. do whatever. Hey, you ladies are absolutely off the chart. You guys are always welcome. To come back anytime you want, whenever you're doing an event, and yes, I will get you on TV. Thank you. All right, Merry Christmas, ladies! Merry right here, Christmas. right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Oh! This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.